Welcome to Dorking Desperate. We are confused, you are confused, listen to us. Dorking Desperate, your place for all things fantasy and sci-fi. I am your host, Jason, along with my very special, very dear, very noble co-host, Travis. Hi, Travis. I started looking around because I was wondering who you were complimenting so well because it couldn't have been me. But <laughs> hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, Travis. <laughs> hi, Travis. <laughs> we're so happy you're here. Help me. Viewers, there are people in this room I can't see that are saying hi to me. <laughs> if you would want to help me, send money to patreon.com forward slash in order to give me money. <laughs> uh, Travis, what does the Magic 8-Ball say we're covering today? doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. I bet it will. <laughs> I think not- it picked it up. Oh my gosh, it works. It works. The eight ball works. Yeah. It says Dragon Prince lol. Dragon Prince lol. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. We're t- apparently talking about all three seasons of Dragon Prince. Yeah, are we going to be talking about it closer to the mic? <laughs> that is to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah that's right today we are covering dragon prince mm-hmm. uh so this was a interesting property because i've had people recommend this show to me before it took a podcast to get them to watch but it, it took a podcast but the crazy thing about it is is i've had individuals recommend it to me before but i haven't heard large groups of people say oh my god dragon prince is so good mm-hmm. you need to watch it kind of thing mm-hmm However, my experience watching Dragon Prince was, oh my God, this is so good. More people need to watch this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's weird. I was championing it for a while when I first watched it, and I just kind of fell off. <laughs> kind of gave up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. And I was like, yeah, you, you won't watch it. You, <laughs> yeah, you won't, won't watch it. <laughs> well, I, Travis, actually watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Um so, Dragon Prince, do you want me to get the synopsis of it? or do you? Yes, do yeah. the synopsis. Because I've already seen it. I'm also interested in what you have to say about it. Okay, so this is going to be a spoiler review for all three seasons of Dragon Prince mm-hmm. on Netflix. Possibly season four, because Jason found stuff on season four that he might accidentally talk about for some whatever Maybe. reason. I don't really remember much of what I read, and when I realized it was season four stuff, I stopped reading it. But... Uh, Yeah, so keep in mind, spoilers for it. Uh, So Dragon Prince is a show set in this different world. It's a fantasy setting. I can't remember the Zadia. Well, I know Zadia is like where the magic people live. Oh, is that not the entire thing? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't know. But anyways, there's this giant continent and... Humans, elves, dragons, all sorts of magical creatures. They all live on this continent together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's six elements of magic in there. Don't ask me to recite all six of them because I don't remember. Uh, But eventually... And they were all peaceful. Yeah, they were all peaceful. Until the dark magic attacked. Yeah, there were uh, people who discovered dark magic. Because in this world, 
humans can't cast magic. Mm-hmm. They don't have this like intrinsic spark in them to mm-hmm. be able to cast magic, except some people uh, found a way to harness what's called dark magic, which essentially you kill life to create magic. Mm-hmm. So like if you play Dragon Age, it's blood magic, essentially, um, where it's you're draining life to create spells. Mm-hmm. But you have to drain it from magical things, is my understanding. Yeah, it can't be like a deer you found in the middle <laughs> of the forest kind of right. thing. Unless it's a magical deer. Unless it's found. one of those magical deers, but not like one of those earth deers. Yeah. Like every creature on earth cannot be used for magical purposes in that way right uh and oh also all creatures in that planet that are not earth creatures (laughs) all have one of those magics as a part of them that's why their dark magic is able to take those creatures magic essentially yeah so it's it's pretty interesting premise except when um there was this mage who was able to harness dark magic. He goes and he talks to one of the king dragons. I forget his name, but he's like uh, part of like the sun magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a really powerful ancient dragon and um, ended up causing a war, which split um, the continent into two, essentially. Humans live on the left side mm-hmm. and there's four kingdoms. And then there on the right side is everyone else. Mm-hmm. The dragons, the elves, all the magical creatures, yeah. that kind of stuff. Because of the use of dark magic, yes. essentially. And uh, the story takes place where you're following uh, this one kingdom. I can't remember the name of the kingdom. It was like Zadia or something like that. It might have been, actually. Yeah, I think it might have been. Was Zadia the name of the kingdom? or? I thought so. Uh, okay. I thought it was Zadia. I could be wrong. But anyways, you're following two princes, mm-hmm. but not the dragon prince, uh, oddly enough. Yes. You're following Callum and Ezrin, who Ezrin is the biological son of the king, mm-hmm. and he's the younger of the two. Callum is the older, but not the biological son of the he's king. He's the stepson. He's the stepson from a previous marriage on the mom's side. Mm-hmm. So the mom had Callum. Something happened to the dad, which I don't know if the show ever really explained that. I don't remember anything explaining it. And then mom marries the king. King Harrow is his name. Harrow is this really great guy. He always tries to do what is right, but he's a little bit of a flawed person as well. And mm-hmm. sometimes his emotions get the better of him. Yeah. Which I like that. It mm-hmm. shows a lot of depth about him um and there's a colorful cast around them uh including claudia who is the daughter of the mage Mm -hmm. uh, who's a mage she's also a mage in training kind of thing yeah she's a A dark dark mage in training and her brother soren who is like a knight basically Mm -hmm. he's like the i feel like he's like the knight commander like commands all the knights kind of thing. yeah he commands like the king's bodyguards yeah uh and so they're like really good friends with Callum and Ezrin. Uh, and Soren guards the princes, and Callum kind of has a crush on Claudia, mm-hmm. is essentially how the show starts off. Ezrin is seen carrying around this creature with him all the time. I forget the name of the creature. Bait. Well, yeah, I don't know what a species is. Oh, uh, bait yeah. is like this grumpy little toad kind of mm-hmm. thing who uh, 
will change colors depending on his mood. And mm-hmm. he can sometimes blind people because he shines so bright. Mm-hmm. And everything. Mm-hmm. But he's really funny because yeah, <laughs> he's just kind of this grumpy toad that just stares at you. Mm-hmm. Although I like the character development they I, give yep, for him. Yep, yep, yep. Bait is actually so the, got some sweet character development. In order to help development. Uh, remember everything, I was watching a video. Yeah. And at, uh, sorry, it's too far ahead. Talk okay, about that. All right. Uh, so the there's one other major character who I haven't spoken of yet. Her name is Relia, and she speaks with like a Scottish accent, kind of. Yeah. Uh, except I did a terrible job with it. Same. But Relia is different because although Callum, Ezran, Claudia, and Soren are all human, and they live part of the human kingdom, Zadia, Relia is actually a moon elf mm-hmm. from the other side uh, of Zadia. And How do they meet? Well, that's a funny story. It is a funny story. So, Rayla was an assassin sent with a team of assassins to go kill King Harrow. Why do they want to king him? Okay, so not too long ago in Harrow's past, uh, Callum and Ezrin's mom dies. Mm-hmm. And King Harrow goes and kills the king of the dragons. They call him Thunder because he, instead of breathing fire he breathes lightning mm-hmm. essentially uh and they go kill the king and they supposedly kill his egg mm-hmm. uh and these moon elves are coming back for revenge and they want the king to pay for what yeah. he's done because you killed our king and his prince well we're going to kill you as payback for it yep Rayla, though, is about Callum's age, and she's never killed anyone before. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on in the show, you hear her described as just kind of a gentle person. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing fighter, an amazing athlete, mm-hmm. but she's just never killed anyone yeah. before. She just left them wounded to die. Right. <laughs> so the show starts with a knight from uh, Zadia, or whatever the name of the kingdom is, yeah, coming see. out. Yeah, you want to look that up while yeah. I talk about it? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. He discovers them and then flees, and they tell Rayla to go kill the guard. Uh, however, when Ray- Rayla tracks him down and corners him, she finds that she can't do it. Cotalis. Cotalis. Okay, that's it. And is the whole continent called Zadia? Or is uh, that I'm just the magic that up side? Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she can't do it, she can't kill him. So she lets him go. And that guard basically warns the king. So that whole first episode is just the king preparing for this assassination attempt on his life. Because moon elves, guess what? They get super powerful and super strong under a full moon. Guess what night they're planning on attacking the king? Crescent moon. <laughs> no, full moon. Full you would, moon. You would make a terrible assassin. He'd <laughs> 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 be showing up on the crescent moon like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty much guaranteed yeah. King Harrow's going to die. Yeah, the continent of Zadia. Okay, so the whole continent's called Zadia. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. So uh, that's like the whole thing is the king preparing. He's trying to get the boys to leave because he doesn't want them around. He tries to get the jump on right. the moon elves, and they fail because Sword is also kind of stupid. Not kind of. He is stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they use a loon, like a moon moth that will be attracted to the moon elves due to the magic similarities, I think. Yeah. 
and it lands on a tree and he's like this thing's stupid and leaves meanwhile that tree transforms into an elf again yeah yeah because they use like illusion magic Mm -hmm. to hide themselves uh so anyways long story short uh the elves go and claudia is also pretty stupid uh, in her own way yeah not as bad as soren though oh not as bad as soren so they go and they're trying to assassinate the king meanwhile viren who is the father of claudia and soren are you staying with me audience Yes, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I am staying with you. Viren, the father of Claudia and Soren, mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. main advisor to the king, King Harrow. Viren tries to convince the king to flee or to let him do this spell, and the king says, "No, I need to face my judgment. Mm-hmm. What I did wasn't right, and if this is what needs to happen, then it's what needs to happen." This yep, yep. very much upsets Viren with it. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so Rayla comes in, the moon elf assassin who let the guard go, and she accidentally bumps into Callum and Ezrin, and she's chasing them. Well, they discovered this secret tunnel in the castle that uh, was in Viren's chamber, mm-hmm. and they find the dragon egg. Turns out the dragon egg was not destroyed, which means if the dragon prince still lives, there's no need for the assassination. Yeah. Unfortunately, they aren't able to call off the rest of the assassins in time. And as far as we know, King Harrow is dead. Yeah. It sounded like it seemed like the assassins also made this bond that yes. if they which one of the bonds was kill the king and kill the princes, I think, was the other bond. Well, kill Ezrin, I think. Ezrin, yeah. Yeah, specifically. And they managed to kill the king. But because they didn't kill Ezrin, if they couldn't get that bond off them, they would too would die. Right, and that's like part of like the main arc of um, season one. Mm-hmm. Because surprise, surprise, they all discovered the dragon egg is still there. They all try to warn it doesn't work. The king still dies. They three of them decide we need to go and return this egg to its rightful place. And if we can do that, maybe we can bring peace, peace. between. The magical side and the human side so that we're not always at war with each other mm-hmm. kind of thing and that kicks off the whole journey of uh-huh. dragon prince frodo and bilbo have just left their house <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, except it doesn't take an hour for, <laughs> for it to happen on this this takes about like 20 to 30 minutes yeah uh, there's a lot of moving parts like this already sounds complicated but i guarantee you if you're watching it it's a lot easier to keep up with yeah uh and the three of them, they go out with the egg, and they're basically trying to... It's their adventure of how they're getting back to the other side of Zadia to return yes. the egg. It ends the first season with the egg cracking and then bringing uh, the Dragon Prince being born, mm-hmm. which is the name of the whole show, The Dragon Prince. When I first thought this, I was like, ah, there's going to be some clever thing that's going to turn out one of the boys is the Dragon Prince. No. Neither one of them... I- or the dragon prince. As Ezrin as I can, tell. can like s- actually communicate command animals. You find out later on. So yes. I feel like there's still a chance. Uh, I mean, maybe a slim, a slim chance. I don't know. I mean, by the end of it, like by the end of it, they actually do reunite uh, the dragon prince with its mother. Because mm-hmm. although the king has died, the queen is still very much alive. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and so they're able to reunite the two of them. Can't believe they didn't just kill off the queen too. <laughs> I mean, if, why did? Why, yeah, it's a sloppy job. I don't agree with them killing either of them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the season one arcs is Callum discovering that um, through this artifact that he found in Viren's um, office or wherever he's at. Uh, he can actually learn how to cast spells. Mm-hmm. And this super excites him because he is not a good swordsman at all. He's, he's really not. bad. Um, and so he's like, oh, this is what I can be. I can be a really good mage. Mm-hmm. And that's his whole arc. Is Wizard! Yeah. Learning how to be a mage. Uh, Rayla's arc is she still has that bond for Ezrin, who she hasn't killed. And the more she spends with these two boys, she realized they're actually really good people. So mm-hmm. she couldn't kill Ezrin because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to kill him anymore. Yeah. She'd rather lose her wimp. hand than kill Ezrin. So, and, that, and that's her arc. Like you see over the season, she can't like hold things anymore because mm-hmm. then her arm, you see the bruising around her arm just get larger and larger yeah. that season. And she's constantly looking for a way to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezrin really... As far as I can remember, his whole thing is he's the only one that carries the egg. Nobody yeah. else carries the egg mm-hmm. but him. But he's also, out of the three of them, the kindest, most gentle yeah. of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he feels a lot of guilt because at, later in the season, they think, oh, something's wrong with the egg. And Ezrin blames himself for it. And so he's having to learn to forgive himself. And they have to find a way to try to save the egg, which ultimately leads to the dragon prince being born. Mm-hmm. Kind of and that's the main story arc of one with those three characters however there is a main villain although i don't think he's the true villain there is a villain in the show um viren mm-hmm. king harrow's closest advisor because mm-hmm. viren was the last scene you see with king harrow is king harrow having an argument with viren and being very angry towards Viren. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next thing you hear is the king's dead. Yeah. We assume by assassins, but nobody has seen what happened in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else was in the room when it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great Hamilton. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. So Viren, his whole thing is he wants the princess dead so that he can assume the throne. Because he thinks this is a time of war. And if you put Ezrin He's not going to do throne, well as a war leader. He's not going to do well as a war leader. And it's going to cause people to suffer. So he actually sends Soren and Claudia to go find the princes. But he secretly tells Soren, the dumb night guy, Hey, I want you to make sure when you find them, they never come home. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And so Soren is plagued with guilt with that. Meanwhile, Claudia has no idea. Mm-hmm. They're just going to find their friends kind of thing. Right, right. And she still thinks her dad is a swell guy mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, I actually like Viren as a villain. Mm-hmm. He's he's a ruthless person and he's ambitious. But I really believe genuinely the reason why is because he thinks he's doing what's best to protect yeah everyone mm-hmm. he's looking past himself past his kids and thinking what's best for the kingdom and that yes what drives him i also think too that is being melded with the dark magic mm-hmm. as well because one thing the show kind of hints at is that dark magic starts to corrupt you mm-hmm. over time and he's a pretty powerful mage yeah 
and dark magic. Dark um, magic. Am I missing anything in season one? Introduces, uh, is it Callum's aunt, actually? Amaya. Amaya, yeah, yeah. who is it's the leader awesome. of this army group who is stationed at the border, I believe. Or yeah. does she get stationed there? I, I thought she was stationed there and she was coming back to okay. visit or something. She's, for one, she's mute. Um, I think she could hear stuff still. I think, except yeah, that was kind of confusing because I thought at one point they called her deaf, but then you see people talking to her. Yeah, maybe maybe she can read lips or something like that. But yeah, maybe she. That's, it. that's not the cool part about her. All she has for like weaponry and defense is like a suit of armor and a shield. Well, she does carry a sword around too. That but. sword ever rarely ever gets used. Yeah, it's it's the shield that it's you the care shield. About. She, it's this massive, giant, heavy shield. Uh huh. With like with like two prongs of blade a blade at the bottom, so she can technically use it as oh, yeah. a, like a weapon. But that's yeah. all she ever uses, and it's amazing. Yeah, her fight with Rayla uh-huh. uh, was awesome uh, because she just smacks Rayla around with her. Mm-hmm. shield it was really cool oh the other thing about the show that i really like it's really funny this yes. is a really like funny show but it does a really good job of striking a balance between the drama and the mm-hmm. comedy with it like when it's sad it it's allows sad. you to, to be sad it doesn't try to break it with the humor mm-hmm. until it gives that sadness enough time for the audience to really soak it in kind of thing but then sometimes it can just be really funny like one of the later seasons uh Ezrin goes back and he becomes king again Mm -hmm. and uh there's just this really funny dialogue with like the two guards following him around and they're like Ezra will ask for something and then the guard will be like the king requests that you da 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then Ezrin's like why request that you stop repeating everything that I say. The king requests that I stop repeating. <laughs> oh, wait, I get it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. uh, so they have like a lot of funny scenes like mm-hmm. that in there. And the chemistry between Ezra and Callum and Rayla, really good. Like mm-hmm. they are the heart of this show. It's weird. The Dragon Prince is not the heart of this yeah, show. Yeah, it's not. Even though it's called the Dragon Prince, mm-hmm. it really is these three characters on their quest to help save the Dragon Prince, um, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, Amaya is awesome. Be- Another reason why she's awesome is they don't shy away from the fact that she's mute mm-hmm. because she does real American Sign Language. Uh, oh, yeah. That's I remember real. that. Like, you can go and find, because there are scenes where she will sign something to somebody else and somebody will chuckle, but kind of nod their head. And there's mm-hmm. no subtitles. There's yeah. nobody saying what she said. Uh huh. It's like, okay, that just yeah. happened. If you want to know and you don't know sign language, uh-huh. you got to sit your butt down in front of your computer and I type. I loved in. that dude, too. It's so. I'm so he gets captured essentially by Viren. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so so she has a companion, a redheaded companion. Uh-huh. I forget his name. He's a minor character, but he will often translate for her. Mm-hmm. And Viren captures him. Go ahead. And c- 
because they were like, he's going to be here to watch everything go on and make sure everything is cool. And then Viren's like, would you like to step in this chamber for a second? <laughs> kind of. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. Because as soon as Amaya leaves, right? Because she doesn't trust Viren because yeah. she reads him like a book and knows that he just wants the throne. So mm -hmm. she leaves her lieutenant there to watch over everything. As soon as she leaves, Viren's like, yeah. You want to have lunch? <laughs> Viren's like, yeah, I'm just going to let Claudia and Soren do all of this. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have any issues, we can schedule a meeting. Does five work for you? Okay, let's do five. And then the next scene is Viren walking in. It's like, sorry, I'm a little late and everything. Uh -huh. I hope you didn't mind. And you get a close-up of the lieutenant's face. He's like, no, 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 not, not it's, at all. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's fine. <laughs> and then he's like, well, what were your complaints again? And it's like, well... I'm concerned because I was supposed to be in charge of this, and now you're just kind of running through everything. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anything else? He's like, and I'm also in chains. And then the camera <laughs> yeah, pulls back, yeah, and he, you're yeah. in a dungeon, and he's locked yeah, up. And he's like, noted, yeah. noted. Okay, well, it's good talking with you. Uh, good care. talk, good talk. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of walks out again. <laughs> it was a really funny scene. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But there's a lot of little scenes like that that mm -hmm. are actually really quite The clever. pirate, is he in season one, actually? Uh, I want to say he's in season two of it. They also introduced uh, Sunfire Elf weaponry, which are super awesome. They're super cool. Like It's like, do, you might have noticed at one point on YouTube, there was that thousand degree knife challenge. Yeah. That's all their weaponry is. I thought like a thousand, well, super hot, but not to like. If you, unless you're touching it kind of thing. Yeah. And it cuts through anything because of that. Yeah. It's actually, it's so cool. I was watching it. I like to paint miniatures and I have some guys with swords. I had painted their swords one way and I completely redid it just <laughs> so I could paint it like the, yep, the sun yep. elves way. Cause their swords are just so cool. They cut through anything. It's like, it's like when you pull a sword right out of a furnace or mm -hmm. a forge and that's it's still what they look hot, like kind of thing that's exactly what it is except their swords never cool down yeah uh, which is really neat um so the second arc is the dragon prince is born um they're in this kind of monastery with this um, crazy elf lady yeah who starts off with a bunch of amazing tasting looking food only to find out it's illusion yeah. and it's grubs ev or bugs every time. Yeah, yeah. That just looks like and tastes like whatever you want. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, she is offering them, like, basically safe passage. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's letting them stay at her temple. They're trying to teach the dragon prince how to fly. Because, mm -hmm. um, he's you know, he's young. He doesn't learn, know these things yet. Um, Claudia and Soren catch up with them finally. And you see Callum and Claudia really hitting it off and developing mm -hmm. a relationship. Uh, and they're telling her, we're not going back. We're on this quest to return the Dragon Prince. Mm -hmm. uh, and Soren is wrestling with his guilt because he's still told by his father mm -hmm. they can't come back alive. So you see a lot of tension with that, uh, but also a lot of like really funny stuff happened with that. Eventually, they leave and they use... Uh, illusion magic to reveal that Claudia and Soren were going to capture them basically and force them back home. Mm -hmm. And so they trick uh, Claudia and Soren with illusion magic and they fly off on the illusion mages, basically Nightbird. If you played WoW, it looks like a hippogriff. Yeah, it looks kind of like a hippogriff. The Teldrestian, I feel like hippogriffs. Because I think there's other ones too. Yeah. 
Well, I an feel elf like hippogriff. Her her little um, uh, temple mm-hmm. remind me a lot of the night elves from WoW. Yeah. Matter of fact, I really feel like the moon elves are just a the, copy of the night. I elves. I mean, the night elves um, worship the moon. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly, and they're moon elves. I mean, uh-huh. uh, so they flee there. They're searching. They're continuing their quests onto. Um, returning the dragon egg Soren and Claudia eventually go back and they tell their dad that the mission failed and whatnot. Uh, Viren tries to unite the four kingdoms together so that they can go and fight mm-hmm. Zadia. One uh, of the other kingdoms is a little child too. And she's awesome. Yeah. She's about Ezra's age actually. Yeah. And they haven't, I don't think they've done too much about it, but I feel like Ezra and her, I know. I was thinking love, the same It's going to combine yeah. the two kingdoms, kind of thing. And I it's going to be like unite. Yeah. 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 She's really cool because she puts Viren in her in his place. Mm-hmm. While all the other kingdoms are like, yeah, 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 sure, Viren, yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. this. We'll, we'll do whatever you say. Yeah. And she's the only one that stands up to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ruins essentially ruins Viren's plans. Yes. Um, however. Viren also had this other plot going on with him where mm-hmm. he found this mirror where in the same room where he found the egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, knows the mirror is important because it was in the Dragon King's lair, but no idea why. He eventually discovers <sighs> this elf. Um, he discovers that the mirror is actually a window into another room, mm-hmm. and he sees an elf there. Uh, Avaros. Avaros, although we don't know his name yet. Oh, okay. He's just an elf. Uh, and eventually over time he learns how to communicate with Avaros and, um, Avaros wants him to perform this ritual. Uh, and Viren doesn't trust the elf naturally. And he mm-hmm. finds out that he can try and unite the four kingdoms. So instead he does that. But when that fails and he has no other options left because the council found out that he did it illegally, the council was ruling in the King's absence since mm-hmm. Ezrin is gone and Harrow is dead. Um, they yeah. want to arrest Harrow. And so Harrow's running out of options, so he finally decides to... Viren. Viren. Or arrest Viren, Viren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, arrest Viren. So he finally decides to listen to Avros, and he performs the ritual. And Avros is now able to directly talk to him through the use of this small worm. Mm-hmm. This worm, especially in Season 3, you see it getting larger and larger and larger. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's because Avaros is his corruption of Viren is getting stronger and stronger mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, Avaros, in my opinion, is the real villain yes. of the show. And he's using Viren as his proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, he also changed Viren also changed a couple people into coins, too. That's kind of thing that's been going on. He's been turning people oh, into coins. Yeah. Yeah, because there was one assassin, night elf, or moon elf, excuse mm-hmm. me, and you see him do that in this, uh, I think it was the first season. You yeah. See him turn it in, mm-hmm. then that assassin into a coin. After he threw coins down in front of him and the assassin looked at them and all of his assassin friends are in the coins. Yeah, yeah, you realize what happened kind of thing. It sounds like an awaking nightmare. Yeah, right? To be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... <clears throat> I'm trying to remember how that season ends. Do you remember how that season ends? They end the second season? Yeah, the second season. End it by reaching the magical lands. Ah, yeah. And Ezrin goes back 
to become king for like a hot minute a hot minute yeah uh, not before uh pardoning uh claudia and soren though yeah. like that's one of his few things he actually accomplishes as right. a king in this short time yeah uh, and, and we'll get to that. Uh, but I felt like there was something big that happened at the end of the, uh, He flies. The Dragon Prince? Yeah, the Dragon Prince flies. The They managed to cross this lava thing because of that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's, like, this special kind of, like... Yeah, path that only illuminates a certain light. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh, Callum loses the orb. Loses the orb. So he can no longer cast spells. So he's trying to... He's wrestling with himself because... Does he finally cast magic again in Season 2 at the end of it? I think at the end of Season 2, That's he learns how... That's also a huge thing. Because yeah. he realizes... So he carried this orb that contained... Um, it was like a storm inside. Yeah. Basically. An actual where, storm just captured in a small orb. Yeah. Comparatively. So, yeah, right. And that's what he used to um, do a spell. But that broke Mm -hmm. on his adventure. In order to hatch the egg. Right. That was it. Yeah. He used it to hatch the egg. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what he is realizing over the course of this season that essentially the entire Earth is like that globe. Mm -hmm. And he can channel the Earth like he can the globe Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so that's how he's... Except this time it's even better because now he can use all magic, essentially. Yeah, he doesn't have to use dark magic. Right. Which he does use at some point. Yeah, he uses it once to try to save the group Mm -hmm. from something. There's there's also been a hunter-trapper after them. Uh, Yeah. Cool guy. I like Cool guy. He uses chains a lot. Like, kunai with chain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of thing. Yeah. he actually catches up with them, and he returns with Ezrin yeah. back to the mm-hmm. to the castle. He was initially trying because Amaya sent uh, him after. Them. Yeah, Callum's aunt sent the sent him after the boys to bring him back home and kill Rayla because she's an elf, and oh, Amaya yeah. hates elves. Right, right, yeah, because she's at the border and she mm-hmm. has skirmishes with elves all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also see Amaya in the second season. She, you see her fighting some of the elves, the sun elves on mm-hmm. the border. Super awesome fight. Yeah. Because there's this other uh, elf who is just a really good fighter, too. Mm-hmm. And she has a sun sword, basically. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, it's it's the swords that can cut through anything. The sun elf swords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, and they have a really cool fight scene mm-hmm. and everything. And doesn't don't doesn't she like cut his, her shield in two? And so she just starts. To, okay. No, she doesn't cut the shield in two. She cuts at it and she nicks through it. Oh. But she doesn't cut it. She has her shield, I think, throughout the whole series. Okay. 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 Yeah. But they do have a really awesome fight, and it ends with the humans retreating back to their fortress, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, I think season three they blow up the bridge that connects the path over the lava mm-hmm. um so that way nobody can cross yeah uh, yeah so a lot going on uh eventually they finally make their way to there's a lot of stuff that happens but they finally make their way to the mountain mm-hmm. with uh the mom turns out mom's been asleep she's oh they also meet up with uh rayla's moon elf family and tribe 
or group. I don't know how big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that... I'm just skipping over it okay. because of time's sake and, right. and whatnot. Because right. right. there's a lot of guilt and stuff with Rayla and her fan. They fall in yeah. love. Rayla. Yeah, and Rayla and Callum, Callum fall, fall in love. love. Uh, Callum get and Rayla get transported by this lady who is a rogue, essentially. She's a sky elf is what she is. Okay. And, and she has wings on her back. And she's really cool. I really liked her. She helps mm-hmm. them cross this desert to save yeah. time. And Callum Cal- finds a boomerang. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if, for that those who really don't funny. know, Callum is voiced by Soka from Avatar, The Last Airbender. And Soka loved using a boomerang. Yeah. And it was like, I forget, how does that exactly happen? Like the connection so, is so made. They're on this like giant creature's back and uh-huh. they're in this like cargo area. And he's like, w- he's looking at the Skyle staff because the top part of it is shaped similar to a boomerang. Uh-huh. It's actually a crescent moon, but it kind of looks yeah, like a boomerang. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he's like staring at it. He's like, there's something familiar about this. I don't know what it is. And he like picks it up and he looks at it and he's like, boomerang? And then like something crazy happens and like the, he has everything to throw starts it. going crazy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a really cool reference. He has back to throw to, it, and he's like, "I lost I my boomerang." He doesn't. No, I don't think. I he thought. Throws I it. thought he also does the I, boomerang. I knew you'd come back. Kind of. No. Quote that so- no. Soka did. It just, Never mind. It just says boomerang. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's stuff, and then with Ezrin, we should probably should talk about Ezrin because this mm-hmm. connects later on. So Ezrin comes back, and he's king, and he's actually really gentle, sweet, mm-hmm. kind. Um. Yep, he yep, pardons yep, yep. Claudia and Soren. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prince from a neighboring kingdom has come over, and apparently there have been assassinations on multiple kingdoms. Except for that young girl's kingdom. She survives somehow. Somehow, yeah. Uh, but his father is gravely um, ill from the assassination. Not sure if he's going to survive or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants... Um, Ezrin to join him in war against the dragons and the elves yeah. as retribution for what they did to the king. Ezrin's like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And he gives a really great speech about how every soldier is a mother, father, daughter, son, mm-hmm. aunt, uncle, that they're people, and he doesn't want to waste lives if he doesn't have to. Yeah. And he's convinced that the, bringing back the Dragon Prince will restore peace mm-hmm. in the land. However, that prince does not agree, thinks he's a child. And actually, one of Ezrin's own um, council members starts scheming with the prince to release Viren so that Viren can replace Ezrin as king so that they can go to war. Uh and so, essentially what happens is um, the prince decides, well, you know what? The other two armies have shown up. If you don't comply with us and join us in war, we're just going to wage war on you. Yeah. So, Ezrin, in order to avoid a war, agrees to... Uh, Step down. Yeah. That there's a specific name for Capitulate? it. Capitulate? No, no. It starts with like an A, I think. Um, Ascend. No. But he has to give up the throne. And when he does that, they release Viren from prison because he'd been locked up for mm-hmm. uh, what he did with the trying to unite the kingdoms before. Yeah. Viren then takes the throne. Yep. And Viren is like, it's good to be king. <laughs> basically. 
And he takes all the armies and he leads them out to meet up with the, mm-hmm. to have this epic battle where the dragon prince is with his mom. Yeah. Now, uh, so on the other end, uh, Rayla and Callum have finally brought the dragon prince to the mountain. They meet the mom. The mom's asleep. She has been asleep for the past 10 days, not woken up because she's been ill. Mm-hmm. I think she's just given up the will to live because both her king and her son are gone. And as far as she yeah. knows, they're both dead. Yeah. Um, but they see, they hear about this army coming. Um, <clears throat> and it's cool because, again, we're skipping a lot of stuff here just for time's sake. But basically through their adventures, they were able to meet up with um, dragons and uh, the sun elves get pulled into. Because mm-hmm. um, Amaya gets captured. Right. And the, Maya has this whole storyline with the Sun Elves, and basically that's what pulls the Sun Elves into the battle. Um, and they are fighting Viren and his forces. However, Viren has turned pretty much his whole army at this point into these like monsters. Uh huh. They're no longer human. Soren backs out of that too. Like yeah. that's when like Soren turns traitor essentially yeah, to Viren. Yeah. Soren actually walks away from the family and ends up teaming up with Callum. Mm-hmm. and Ryla because he's like this is too much like my dad's way out yeah control. however Claudia because she never saw that side of her father mm-hmm. is in a little bit of denial and thinks that her father is a good man trying to do the best thing for the kingdom yeah so she's not willing to acknowledge what she's seeing so she's still fighting on behalf of her father yeah kind of thing um so they have this epic battle between the sun elves and the humans uh dragons fly in at one point uh, mm-hmm. And then finally, the nail in the coffin is the little girl's army from the human kingdom shows up. Because, on the dragon side. Yeah, on the dragon side, because when Viren took over the throne, uh, people who were supporting King Ezrin, they fled and they told her about it. So she shows up in support of Ezrin and mm-hmm. the dragon prince. Uh, they're finally able to... Def- win yeah against defeat. the huge well, the huge army of monsters right essentially, essentially yeah because all of the soldiers that were under viren's control willingly took that yeah thing whatever exactly. turned them into monsters uh there's still a lot of stuff that we're skipping over but honestly if you haven't seen the show and you think watch it, it. watch it you will still really enjoy the mm-hmm. show it's if you uh, the best way to describe it is if you liked avatar you will love this show because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, the formula of this show reminds me a lot of Avatar. You have a group of kids on this big quest to restore peace in the land. Yep. Uh, the kids are all different ages. He, the adults, they're either kind of not present in the show mm-hmm. that much or they're the villains yeah. of the show. Um, and it just does a really good job just showing humanity. Mm-hmm. And it, even Viren, like, is a compelling I want villain. Viren to be good so bad. I like, know. I don't want him to be evil. Well, I want a redemption arc. And the crazy thing about Viren is I think in the very, very beginning, because they do flashbacks of mm-hmm. King Harrow in the younger days. And there's one where Harrow has just been inaugurated as king. Mm-hmm. And he has to do a portrait of himself to commemorate it. Yeah. And he's like, no, Viren, I want you here in this portrait with me. Yeah. Like, they were best buddies mm-hmm. at one point in time. 
And I think it's because of the dark magic is what slowly corrupts. We used to be best buddies. Yeah, yeah, But exactly. now we're not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This show is good. One of the things that stood out to me about it were the themes. Okay. Of this show. Okay. Because I thought there were some really strong themes that um, was being repeated throughout the show. Tell me if you agree with these. I wrote these down as I was thinking about it. Is No. <laughs> Call back to the news. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, one theme is being okay with doing things differently. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you see, especially with Ezrin, you see this a lot with him where like Ezrin loves his dad. He admires his dad. He respects his dad. He misses his dad. But there's a scene with him as king where he's like, just because my dad did this doesn't mean that I have to. Mm-hmm. You even have the dad wrote a letter to Callum before he was assassinated where he kind of echoes a similar thing of you can do things differently than we did. Yeah. We made mistakes. Don't make our mistakes. Right. You don't have to repeat mm-hmm. our mistakes, essentially, is what he's saying. Um, which I thought that was a really cool theme, especially because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, this show isn't written for... 30-year-old men. Yeah. <laughs> They're it's not for kids. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know what that... I'm not going to think too hard about what that says about us, <laughs> um, but... Oh, we've made tons of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, we've made... Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> this world's a little bit better by the time you become an adult. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it will be, though. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a really great message for kids. Um, then Also, another message that pops up is it's good to be different mm-hmm. and it's okay to accept people that are different than you. Yeah. That's like, there's uh Amaya, right? Yeah. Who's deaf. Right. Not deaf. Who's mute. Right. Um, she fights with a shield. Essentially mm-hmm. there's Callum who's being trained at the beginning to be a knight essentially. And he's failing at it. And it's yeah. like, okay, because he could be good at other stuff kind of thing. Right. Um, Rayla, goes against the flow of what her mission was and right. the moon elves essentially uh is hugely successful because of that mm-hmm. uh what else was the other stuff there was well you see a lot of racism towards elves uh-huh um where because it makes it's elves are, are like immediately hated and hunted down yeah because not many people see elves for one right like those two sides don't really interact with each other in peaceful ways. Right. So, like, civilians are not seeing elves. Uh, human civilians are not seeing elves. And hu- elven civilians are not seeing humans kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like you. we don't know much about each other kind of thing. There's not a lot of, like, knowledge on each other. There's not interaction with each other. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, the adventure of these three kids, it's a lot of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. I think about who they are as people and being okay with that. Human Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> Human Rhea is hysterical. Amazing. I love Human Rhea. Yeah. She pretty much sums up what it's like to be human yep. perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She and does Callum... it like twice, I think, where she's Human Rhea. I want more Human Rhea, <laughs> but it's not going to happen anymore because I feel like they're going to be like friendly elven yeah. stuff for the most part yeah hello no. there hello there hello there general kenobi um another thing that i um wrote down was our motivation should be love not fear yeah i feel like 
Viren's motivation is, is fear, fear, whereas Callum, Ezrin, and Rayla's motivation is love. And Soren and Claudia's motivations are also fear, I feel like. And then Soren, though, Soren and Claudia, I think I said that. Yeah. Soren and Claudia's motivations are fear, but Soren switches at some point for love right. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, last one, a little bit of a cliche, but it's it's still true. Uh, war is not a good thing. Uh, and I think it really war. gets solidified. War never changes. <laughs> what was that from? Fallout. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, especially with what Ron Callum, Perlman says it too, I think. Oh, <laughs> or not Callum. Ezrin says it uh, when he becomes king and people are try- really trying to pressure him to go into war kind of thing. He gives that big speech. He gives that big speech that's like, are you going to send yourself into that war kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Why are you okay with sending all these mothers, fathers, sons, daughters kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought those were some really cool themes for the show. So the very ending of the show, we didn't cover this, is they're on top of the mountain where the um, – Basically, the palace for the Dragon King and mm-hmm, Queen Arm. Mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. really, really high up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Viren shows up. At this point, the worm is huge. You can see the corruption all over his face. Uh, and he really wants to kill the Dragon Prince. I wish they could explain why. They didn't really explain why killing the Dragon Prince was so important. It's probably super important to Avros. Yes. More than anything. But I don't understand why it's important for Viren. Because he's controlled by Avaros. I guess. Um, but I don't understand. I, uh, that wasn't super clear to me why we need to kill the Dragon Prince so bad. But whatever. We need to kill him really bad. Uh, and so he's up there trying to kill the Dragon Prince. Uh, and Rayla's there. And she's protecting the Dragon Prince. And uh, both the Dragon Prince and Rayla get knocked off, I think. Mm-hmm. Callum... Without a second thought, Swan dies after his yeah, love of his life. Pretty much. Not the Dragon Prince. Oh, uh, and uh, <laughs> Rayla takes Viren with with her off mm-hmm. the edge. So Viren is falling down too, as well as that giant worm. Um, Callum jumps off. Uh, he casts a spell that he's been struggling with prior in the episode of basically turning his arms into a wing. But he's actually able to do it this time because Raylo's life is in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and love that <laughs> makes him yeah. able to do it. <laughs> the, that's the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so he turns his arm to a wing and he grabs her and saves her. And you just see Viren continuing to fall and scream. Uh, and he's dead. Woo! Except there's a season four coming out. And you know why is a season four? Claudia brought Viren back. Yeah. Claudia uh, brings Viren back. You see him in a cave. Interestingly enough, though, you don't see the worm anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Viren. And it looks like he doesn't have as much of corruption going on with him anymore. Right. It's his old original face yes yeah. but you got to imagine dark magic was used to bring him back from the dead yeah because she's like oh no you died you were yeah, definitely you died dead. <laughs> you were definitely dead oh, no, and I you brought were dead. You back. uh what you were watching something and the person made this comment which i kind of agree with 
which was she probably killed someone yeah. to bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way dark magic works. It had to be. And I feel like it also had to be one of the uh, good guy soldiers. Because yeah. all the bad guy soldiers were already turned into something. Yeah. And I feel like you couldn't use them right, at that right. point. I feel the same. Uh, and so he's back from the dead. So he's probably going to be up to more shenanigans. And you still have Averos out mm-hmm. there because he's trying to i think averil's ultimate goal is to break out of his cell and get yeah. back into zadia is mm-hmm. his ultimate goal he has a nice cell though very nice cell. like it's looks posh as all get out but i also feel like he can't interact with anyone too no he's completely isolated mm-hmm. I, there's theories i've heard that averil's was the one who discovered dark magic and taught it to the first humans that makes sense. Um, none of that is confirmed, though. That's why the ge- mirror was kept in the dragon's tr- right. thing to keep it away from the humans. Yeah, exactly. Like, what would... Yeah. Keep it safe there. That makes sense. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yeah. It's it's cool. Um, I'm excited for the new season of it. I think it's coming out, like, Towards the end of this year? If I Towards remember. the end of this year? Wow. I think so. That took way too long. I want to be real. I like Dragon Prince. I hated how long it took really? between Why this season. Because it? it just took forever for oh. the new season to come out. So Multiple have... years, Jason. That's a long time. I'm glad I just recently became I was, a fan of it. I, I followed their Twitter account. It was beginning to get super aggravating where it's like, They'd be like, happy birthday, Callum. Today is your birthday kind of thing. And I'm like, why don't I even follow you anymore? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they released a D&D rule set for their world. Oh, really? They released books, apparently, in between. No, this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really worried about season four having to connect to the books in a way that you need to read the books in order to understand what's going on. Oh, yeah, I hope not, because I'm yeah. not going to read the books. Yeah, I'm As pr- much as I am a fan of this show, I did not feel compelled to, like, oh, I, I got to yeah. find out, you know. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's fine. I'll also, just stick to the shows. felt super betrayed when um, the jelly tarts at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, those things have to be good. But they, like, persimmon, I think, was the jelly tart. I'm like, Yuck! Why did I think those were good? <laughs> so you tried one in real life? No. Oh. That just, I don't, just don't think I like persimmon. Oh, who's persimmon? That's the fruit. Oh. Mm-hmm. That I, was the jelly tarts. I've ever had that fruit. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, Ezrin likes them. He Ezrin loves them. Loves them. And, and so does Bait, his pet. Uh-huh. Who has the... <laughs> so I tried, I tried watching the first season. Yeah. I stopped at some point. Oh, really? Uh, Why were you bored or? uh, Ran out of time and forgot about it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But also you started watching more than one season. I'm like, I'm not going to try to keep up with you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was originally only going to watch the first season of this, mm -hmm. but I, it was just so good. I just wanted to keep watching it. Yep. Yep. That's how good it was. He was telling me before this nine out of 10, nine out of 10 straight up for Jason that's how good this is i don't think he's rated anything we've watched so far this high 
and and I it's extremely rare that I rate something ten out of ten because it has to be perfection. Yeah, and I do have some minor qualms with this show. I knew one of them. What the was it? Naruto running. Oh, yeah. Or the arms behind their backs. Yeah, the arms are like flying straight behind their backs yeah. as they're running. Yeah, I, I, backs down. Honestly, that's not why down. I gave it a nine. But oh, uh, that's why you gave it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> it bumped up at some point for whatever reason. Yeah. No, uh, sometimes it felt a little bit political, and then sometimes the just the um, message that they're trying to push is a little too simplistic and I don't think mm-hmm. it acknowledges the complexities of life yeah more um, but those are minor things in all honesty like I would recommend the show to anyone to watch that's a really good show uh, but still a nine out of ten for me is a big deal because you're right it is pretty rare that I'll give something a nine out of ten Uh but I did write down what are leftover questions for the season. Uh huh. What that bird though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is Avaros, and what's his backstory? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, what will Viren do next? Well, that's obviously a big one. The same thing we do every night, Claudia. Try to take, take over, over the, the world. world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so here's the thing. Ezrin can talk to animals, and the only excuse that they give is Ezrin is really empathetic. That's probably because no one understands how his power works. Yeah. That is definitely a superpower of some kind. That but feels no magical. One, yeah. Because no, no one, one understands why that's happening. They're just like, oh, I guess he's empathetic kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's not a reason. That's but Also, every now and then, he'll have, like, visions or telepathy, and he'll, like, see through other people's perspective mm-hmm. and that's not explained at all either yeah uh, so that's kind of big i'm wondering uh, if th- i feel like with callum and ezrin both displaying these kinds of things no one else is re- no other human i guess has really just great any magical powers without dark magic being involved right um or the orb basically you got to capture magic in yeah. some way wondering if the mom was magical in some way like she was actually like an elf or something like that in disguise or something else because we also as far as i'm aware there are no half elves there's no human elf relationships that have a child as far as i'm aware in that the we show. are aware of yeah um so i'm wondering if humans and elves have a child together like the human like childs have magic powers or, like, they look human, but they have magic powers as the kind of child they create. It's possible. It would explain Ezrin, and mm-hmm. it would explain why Callum can cast magic when no other human can. Although, I think Callum just figured it out. Yeah, he's just too book smart. Yeah. He's the real wizard. <laughs> Everyone else is, like, sorcerers and stuff like yeah. that. They actually technically are sorcerers because they come from within them. And Mount Callum's like, I'm going to use stuff around me to make magic. Oh, I didn't know that was the difference between yeah. a mage and a sorcerer. Yeah, at least D&D-wise. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, all right. Sorcerers all right. are the people who could just do it. Wizards, anyone can be a wizard, essentially, with yeah. enough study. So another thing, and maybe this is just me overthinking it, but there are several times, um, especially in the first two seasons, 
where in Viren's office, he has this rather large painting that he hides this tunnel behind. Mm-hmm. And it's of a woman holding a sheep. Do you think that's his wife? I That's what I was wondering. Because one of the backstories behind Claudia and Soren and Viren is that Viren and his wife broke up a long time ago. And that the kids had were forced to choose who they wanted to be with mm-hmm. and Soren chose their dad and Claudia didn't want to leave Soren. So she stayed with their dad too. Yeah. And her mom left. we never see the mom. We mm-hmm. don't know what happens to the mom. Yep. Yep. Uh, just that she left. And I wonder that too. I wonder if the mom saw how the dark magic was changing Viren. Yeah. And didn't want to be around it. Mm-hmm. And that's why she left. Um, I don't know. So that would be because there are times where the camera s- stays on that picture for a really long time. And the details of that picture is not some random background picture. Mm-hmm. It really stands out. Um, so it makes me think there's something there with that. And then uh, this is kind of a silly one, but there's this whole gag of when they're trying to send letters to other kingdoms. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the crow lord who's in charge of all the crows <laughs> who send the uh crow messages out uh but every time you go the crow lord is never there and it's always his assistant the crow master who then has to explain the difference between the crow lord and the crow master before he can send any (laughs) messages out um it's kind of funny he shows up like three or four times in Mm -hmm. the in the show uh but i it makes you wonder if the crow lord is just a gag or (laughs) is the crow lord an actual real person that exists what if it's just an actual crow like a huge crow (laughs) kind of thing (laughs) yeah that would be really funny um who uh crow lord yeah um yeah great great show though would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it Please watch it do yourself a favor watch it. watch it yeah it's really good i know some of you out there you don't watch a lot of animated shows i would give this one a chance uh they're only about 20 minutes long and there's only nine episodes a season so yeah uh, so that's let's see here that's three hours a season so nine hours yeah i would say give the show at least an hour uh so three episodes and if it doesn't hook you by then mm-hmm. um a, go see a doctor. There might be something wrong with you. Yeah, and you might not be empathetic and you can't yeah, talk to animals. You might be a serial killer. You <laughs> might eat cereal with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put the milk first. I'm kind of curious, Travis. What would you rate? This? I would agree with you, 9 out of 10. It was super amazing. I really loved it. It was a long time ago that I watched it, but mm-hmm. I could not wait to watch another episode when i was watching it yeah i'm really excited for season four to come out and i i don't know you know i don't want them to make seasons just for the sake of making yeah. seasons i um, feel like i was worried about that honestly because it felt like they wrapped up a bunch of stuff at the end of season three like everything was good everything was dandy and then you find out Virit is still alive and i'm like okay okay what are they gonna do now Kind well, of thing. I don't you have no kingdom. You have nobody with you. You're an outcast. And you're well known. Also. I think he's going to un- allow uh, work to get Avaros back into this world. That's right. Because I think since 
the worm is no longer there with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Avros was kind of his main guide, guiding him through things. He's going to want yeah. Avros. Uh, and I think that's what Avros wanted was just to manipulate him to mm-hmm. bring him back into yep. the world kind of thing. Oh, I didn't talk to you about my theory okay. about King Harrow. You didn't. What is your theory about King Harrow? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with harrow uh we were talking before about how no. the last stop it uh the the last scene was him yelling at viren and he was being acting very aggressive and you could see viren was very like hurt and angry mm-hmm. by how king harrow was treating him in king harrow's bedroom yeah in king harrow's which bedroom. is where they defended king harrow King Harrow was in his bedroom when the moon elves attacked. Right. Moon shadow elves. Right. Whatever they are. When they attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viren was working on a spell that would allow you to transfer your soul with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And his plan was transfer your soul into another knight and let that knight die in your place, essentially. Mm-hmm. And King Harrow was like, no, that's so dishonorable. Mm-hmm. Would you would you let me switch with you? And yeah, because because Viren was like, any of these people would be willing to give do this for you. And the King Harold's like, but you? Yeah, would you do it? Looking at him inquisitively, like kind of see Viren like kind of looking hesitate away. Yeah. a lot. Yeah, uh, and then King Harold's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And that device, whatever it was, uh, was in the room with them when they were having mm-hmm. this argument. It was a twin-headed snake yeah, that was magical and could capture souls in him. Well, they eat souls or something like that. Right. And he could somehow transfer them with it. Yeah, something weird like that. King Harrow has a, a pet bird that he's very attached to. Mm-hmm. Kind of like King or Ezrin is very attached to Bait. Yeah. His little grumpy toad. Mm. Uh, King Harrow's it's very not attached a, We keep to on calling it a toad. It does not look like a toad, guys. I it's the closest it's kind thing of like, I can think of. It's kinda of like a a Goron kind of thing. No, Goron kind of face. From like Zelda? Yeah, but like a lizard kind of body. Yeah. It, it it's reptilian. It reptilian. Like. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh the bird's name is Pip. And uh when King Harold dies, you don't see how he dies. It's just that he's dead, that the assassins killed oh, him. Oh no, King dead. Yeah, uh, but you do see uh, at one point Viren go so- say something along the line to Pip the bird locked up in the cage. Uh, mm-hmm. So what do you think about it now or something like that? And you see the bird kind of look away a little bit. It's very brief mm-hmm. uh, interaction and they never have any other interaction again. However, there is one scene. I forget the exact details, but something happens in the castle. The cage breaks and Pip, the bird, flies out. Mm-hmm. And you don't see or hear from the bird again. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, what if, in his anger, Viren transferred the king's soul into the bird? And so the night elves did come, or the moon elves did come and kill the king's body because the bond actually broke. Mm-hmm. Um that signifies when the bond breaks, it signifies that, that the king is dead. Yeah. And it broke. So the king had to have died, but his soul now trapped in this bird. Mm hmm. Uh, and that's the theory that a lot of people have 
Now, what I heard was the creator actually came out and said, no, that's not true. That's not what we're doing. Uh, however, if you've paid attention to a lot of uh, people and projects, they don't like to say they'll lie mm-hmm. to protect their project. Mm-hmm. The best case example of this was in the one of the Star Wars movies with Khan in it. Uh, the Star new Trek? ones. Yeah, Star Trek. Sorry, not Star well, Wars. Give me your nerd card. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I'm that sorry. Bad. That was that bad. was sorry. super bad. Give me it now. I'm gonna rip it up. <laughs> you got to get a new one. Yeah. Uh, Over your worth, man. Going through these nerd <laughs> challenges. <laughs> Yeah, I had to do it. You ripped up my card two times now. I've ripped up your card so many times. Uh, they, they were like, you again. Yeah. Are you sure you're a nerd? <laughs> yeah, I swear, yeah. Um, Six one gets you a free. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in one of the Star Trek movies that had Khan in it, fans figured it out way before the movie release. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy is Khan. And J.J. Abrams had to go... No, no, that's not Khan. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's not Khan. It's not Khan. <laughs> At it's all. It's not, not. And then guess what happened when the movie came out? Khan. Khan. It was Khan. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible that the creator is just lying. Um, yep. Or yep, maybe yep, yep. even that he just uh, was like, you know what? They figured it out way too early. Mm-hmm. There's no longer a surprise there. Let's just get, just throw it out and let's just have Harrow be dead. Either way, I think it's entirely possible. But I would love if they were to find a way to bring King Harrow back. I I don't feel like he needs to come back, honestly. I would love for him to come back, don't get me wrong. I don't feel like the, I, that's more me wanting to see more King Harrow kind of thing. Yeah, which I think he can do in flashbacks. But I don't necessarily want him to bring him back so he can stay around. I want him to sacrifice his life to protect either Callum or Ezrin. Protect and Rayla, or, or even Rayla, that further strengthens the human elf <laughs> relations, sure, social, absolutely. political, economical, <laughs> not war, so, economic <laughs> relationships, <laughs> and solidifies the bonds that maybe humans and elves aren't so bad. Um, yeah, that's my theory. That's what I'm sticking to unless I'm proven wrong, which I have not been proven wrong yet. Uh, but I guess I could never be proven right, <laughs> um, too. Yeah, prove us wrong. Kill that bird. Find that bird just dead somewhere in the next yeah. season. It's just randomly dead. <laughs> it's like, just just arrow, arrows, age. like five arrows randomly sticking out oh, of it. Oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's our review. Do it. It's a children's show, but do it. <laughs> that's our review of dragon prince thank you guys so much for listening we hope you found this episode enjoyable travis do you want to give them the deets on uh where they can find us thank you once again for listening to dorky and desperate our podcast if you would like to give us money anyway our (laughs) socials are at we have a twitter of course super amazing twitter we also have an email. We're going to start with the email first. That's what I feel like a better way to go. You feel like that's the better way? Yeah. Okay. You got to trust your gut on yeah, that. Yeah, trust your gut on that. <laughs> yeah. And so 
follow, send us an email. Questions, concerns, likes, favorites, comments, whatever you want. Did you find a really good recipe on stew or something? I don't know. Send us an email. If you want to say that you're lonely, we'll be like, cool. Uh, thanks for that. Yeah. We'll send us an email to dorkyanddesperate at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you, dear listener. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. you. Even Steve this time we're willing to listen oh, to. Man. I'm well, pretty sure that's the name I used before for well, this. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember, though. Uh, but if I've said you can't email me, well, lucky you. Now you can email us. <laughs> I allow it. If you want to follow us on the Twitter zone, we have a Twitter at dorky underscore desperate where we tweet out our podcast and we have a link tree on there for all of our podcast locations for the most part yeah 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 uh it also has the latest episode on the link tree itself you don't even have to go directly to the websites it'll play through spotify though i think yeah so yeah Thank cool. you for watching. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our news segment. If you news segment, yeah. There. We got news. This is our last one probably for a while because next week we're going to start doing the Hobbits and the... I won't say Isengard. That's not right. No, no, the no. The White Walkers. <laughs> yeah, we're doing House of Dragons. Uh, that's coming out first. I think it's on the 21st when it airs. So that might be next week. That's Oh, yeah, that's today when we're recording, but two seven days from now. Yeah. So I'll probably have to come over to your place, watch it with you. Probably. And then record. Yeah. Uh, I know you hate spending time with me. I hate it so much. Yeah. So, dear listeners, some of you might have learned this in college when you decided to room with your best friend in high school. Turns out, long time with each other, spending long amounts of time with each other makes you hate each other. This is what I'm finding out with Jason right now. I absolutely do not hate his guts. Just a little bit. He's getting there, though. That's now confusing, because I said I didn't hate you. (laughs) But you said just a little bit. Yeah, and that adds to the confusion. (laughs) (laughs) We're all confused. Welcome to Dorky and Desperate. Welcome to Dorky and Desperate. We are confused. You are confused. Listen to us. (laughs) Listen to who? Us. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good time. I don't think we have cold open this time. Okay.